you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 103 decibels, and they're just getting started. As Zerline sets up for a 57-yard try to win the NFC Championship game. The hold is down. The kick clears the line. And Greg Zerline sends the Rams to the Super Bowl. L.A. will play for the Lombardi. Greg Zerline from 48 in regulation and 57 in overtime. 26-23. It's over. And the Superdome is silent. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Yes, the Rams were sent to the Super Bowl, and we got here too. Hi and hello, and welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program. I hope all's well wherever you are. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, we're positively over the moon and eager with anticipation for the kickoff of Super Bowl 53. The DDFP is always presented by Head and Shoulders. Welcome to the show. A gangbusters one awaits your ears and eyes if you're watching any of it. Um, We have coming up Juju Smith-Schuster. We have Melvin Gordon. We have Flake It or Make It, the Super Bowl edition. And right now, seated to my immediate left. Well, let's go around the wheel here. All the way at the end there, our main man, our resident Miami Dolphins fan. Well, he's not. I'm sorry. He's taking a one-year hiatus from being a Dolphins fan. Playing the field. (laughs) We'll see where he comes down on that one. It's Handsome Hank. We don't have time for the music. We don't have time time for music today. have a great intro, JP. Then you hear another voice that you likely recognize if you listen to the DDFP at all, or if you listen to Los Angeles Rams on the radio. He is the analyst. He's the guy all over every show going on this week on uh, NFL Network and beyond. It's our main man from the Jacksonville Jaguars, Maurice Jones-Drew. Hey, Shaq. Can I introduce the next guy? I, oh, all right. Please. Feel, please play, feel free. People don't understand what this guy means to me. Yeah. Seriously, I almost got choked up. But I'm not gonna cry out here. Oh, okay? please cry. When please I was, cry. I was, please I was cry. bad. I was at my bottom. This man here lifted me up. He took me to a place that I don't want to give promotion to, but we worked out together at a certain place you in a certain city in Denver, and he changed my life. <laughs> and not only did he change my life, I felt like our connection got stronger, which then helped the Rams get better. Okay. I'm talking about the one and only, the greatest play-by-play caller of all time. J.B. Long, yes, ladies and gentlemen. No question. We haven't worked out since. No. Like, not collectively, not independently. Just that one time. That one time. In fact, Maurice, have you worked out since then? (laughs) Yes, Hansel, I do actually (laughs) swim on my own. It's for your information. Hansel, good to uh, connect with another uh, Westchester resident, by the way. Yeah, we could do a little Westchester podcast right over here. I want to get into a bunch of stuff, but as quickly as we can, Maurice said already, that New Orleans is the best football city to visit because of the food and such. J.B. Long, your thoughts? 
Well, Green Bay is special because of that community, just how isolated it is, the stadium, how involved everything is. I would put that one right up there. Um, but Los Angeles is growing. We're oh, proud of it as a football community. Yes, that rally are. on Sunday to send the Rams yeah, off, very awesome impressive. Yeah, awesome for that, yeah. right? Um, okay. We were just talking about Maurice almost getting choked up. And if you want to cry, Maurice, please do. I'm all right. Don't let the waterworks open up. That would be gangbusters for uh, ratings. Oh, there's, only, there's only one one movie that ever did that to me, and I'll never tell you. Oh, please, come! why won't you tell? Little Giants. It gets me every time. <laughs> tell them why. Little Giants makes you well, you want to know? You want to know why? Yes. Because it's the kid with the glasses finally scores a touchdown after all he went through. That's all funny. the heartache. It's tough. See, Maurice, heart of gold, <laughs> deep down, right? Yeah. Hey, so win or lose, that's the end of the season. Will you two, JB and Maurice, will you guys like hug each other goodbye, or what are you gonna do? See you next spring, next fall, man. No, I mean we text. Yeah, we text, and we only live five minutes yeah. apart, so we'll we'll have an end of year celebration, a little get together, no right? No question. Listen. I almost, I almost cried after the NFC Championship game. We won the Super Bowl, and I'm not saying, I'm, so when I say we, I'm talking about the call, when we have a better call than the other folks that we're going against. Do, do, um, you, guys, do you guys get a ring if you win this? Is that, I, I mean, you're Ram, you, you are with the Rams. I hope do we so. Get, does Maurice so. get a ring as a, as a Ram? Ooh, that's a fascinating ethical question, And do you accept Maurice? a you're ring in, as a Ram? Yeah. Oh, oh I'm definitely accept it. I'm going to wear it every day. This, this right hand is going to be taken. The left hand's already taken. The right hand will be taken with you're it. You're going to wear a Rams ring around? Yes. Why wouldn't I? I don't know. It just seems interesting that you would. <laughs> no, it, it's a ring. <laughs> that the team that I work for earned. Yeah, so all right. Yeah, no, right I'm, makes not, sense. I'm not saying you shouldn't. It's uh, you are implying that I shouldn't. I'm not. I'm just thinking out loud. Is that the right thing to do? I'm not exactly sure. Would you Maybe wear your ring? Your thoughts. I don't know if I would wear it. Maybe occasions like these, I'd certainly lock it up. I put it someplace safe. Mm -hmm. yeah. I always like when the when the um, head coach in the locker room right after the game announces, "No one can ever take that ring away from you." Yeah, coach, they can take the ring away. They can't right. take the fact that you won the game. But they always uh, get uh, bogged down with that. JB, great call, legitimately, and I told you that, and I talked with Maurice about it as well because that now will live for the remainder of football eternity. Is your call an overtime win, 57-yarder, and you seem prepared. The moment didn't overwhelm you. I said this to Maurice last night. Or oh, I it overwhelmed him. me. <laughs> well, because, I listen, I said to Maurice, are you nervous for the game? Are you at all, JB? Yeah, I have this kind of bundle of something, you know, right beneath my rib cage, and it's been there for about four days, and it's going to be there until I think we finally kick off and get going, right, on Sunday? Um, but what I love about that moment, aside from everything it means to the Rams and Los Angeles and the organization, is if you see the booth camera, a couple of things. One, the celebration that's going on behind us. That old saying, no cheering in the press box. That might hold true for, for Mo and for me, but uh, there are other members of that party who are celebrating. And then, somewhere on your phone, there's an emoji that perfectly encapsulates MJD's reaction as that 57-yarder goes through the uprights, that kind of drop-jaw drop emotion. That was Maurice's face. I was in shock. It, I could, I've I mean, never been here before. Crazy, crazy kick. I mean, for real, that would have been good from 75. You know the other thing, if I can take you behind the scenes, too, that we talked about during the two-minute warning commercial break because they had just thrown that ball again, and they were set up to walk away with that thing. And we started talking, okay, what do you do here? How do you manage this? And DeMarco and MJD were both unanimous. You run it. You take their timeouts. You go up three with less than a minute. And I agree with that. I agreed with that. But my premise was, is that going to be enough 
for Breeze and for Peyton. This is not a Will Lutz moment. This is a Drew Breeze just turned 40. Right. This is his last look at it moment. And sure enough, yeah. they did throw it, not just once, but twice. Are you, have you considered now for Super Sunday, have you scratched out any gems that you might work in if the if the situation allows? <laughs> I gotta consult with my partner here. L listen, I told you he preps. I just I just do my little piece of the pie. I just do my part. You do like I do. I I don't I like I don't like to prepare. Maurice. I know I prepare, Shaq. <laughs> I don't do that. Listen, I misspoke. I misspoke. I prepare. I just don't. Oh, I don't want. To, I want to be improvisational. I want yeah. to be in the moment. Authentic. I, that's right. You yes. and me are like that, you know? Well, as a longtime fan of this show, I must say I always attributed so much of your success to you. I mean, the show carries your name. It carries your face and your voice. Yeah. Now, that I'm, now that I'm here and I see how many other wonderful minds contribute to and orchestrate this operation, well, it's no nice wonder you don't bring prepare. that up. Yeah, it's I the mean, production meetings. I mean, we we will meet for hours and I, hours yeah, before I don't think each show to well, determine what we're going to talk about. This is what happens, about. JB. I'm going to be honest with you. We'll we'll have a production meeting set. Let's say 10 o'clock a.m. Sheck will stroll in around 11:30, and then he'll be like, "Let's start the show." He doesn't. You don't prepare, but that's but talent. You know what? That's called that's, talent. That's natural talent. That's, that's what you have. I, that's what I live on, you know? No question. I mean, he wasn't in the exact corner of the end zone of the Coliseum for Gerald Everett's game-winning touchdown catch against the Kansas City Chiefs by accident. My reputation precedes me, I see. I, uh, I, I did, I did settle the hash. I did settle the hash with Gerald Everett, and I got him to high-five me it, but it was too late. opening night. It was too late. I saw that. It was too late, Chuck. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't it, in the moment. It wasn't the same. All right. Let's do now. Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to use this uh, time we have to work out some stuff, like to try some stuff out? I would like to hear your suggestions and handsome suggestions. Okay, handsome. Okay. Throw a scenario. Okay. Create a scenario. Um, the Rams are down by six. There's a minute left. They they get the ball at their at their 23 yard line, and you've got to set up. This is this is the drive that could, Ooh, could I like put that. Jared Goff and Sean McVay, you know, in in the history books. Let's let's hear it. Well, I'm probably setting it up as, you know, Tom Brady as a 24-year-old got his moment in that situation, right? And now here Jared Goff is the youngest NFC champion, 24 years of age. Is he ready to take that torch? And then I let Maurice Ooh, set it up from a football standpoint. I love standpoint. that. I, love it. I, will say, I, like I love that. I will say the Rams throughout the course of the season have been in the top five in these type of situations. Two minutes at the end of the half or before the end of the half and then two minutes before the end of the game, they find ways to score points, which we talked about in New Orleans, and they scored a touchdown. And then we didn't go on and do our thing. Do you have any little rhymes or any little names that you're going to drop, like if, if – uh, Todd Gurley scores late in the fourth quarter. Gurley, now the man. I guess that's a little hack. Yeah, Did that rhyme? Did that rhyme? Not that rhyme. rhyme. Okay. Or do you have, like, Matt Moneysmith? I don't even know if you guys are allowed to talk about him. Oh, but I he, love Matt Moneysmith. He, he's he's yeah. with another team, and he has one which goes, knock on wood. What? Oh, JB, yeah, you know what would be no? you know what would I mean, be great? I wouldn't do that either. If somebody scores a touchdown, okay. and it was a little bit cold this week here, what you could work in is, this is a great phrase that no one's ever used in a broadcast before. It's the old 80s ice cream from Scandinavia, Frusenglaja. A touchdown, like, Goff to Everett, touchdown, Frusenglaja. What, you know, like and you think what, that would resonate that? in Los Angeles? What you think the they context would, behind that? I don't know Why? what resonate. That's your <laughs> Is job. it going to be that I'm cold? Help, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> Why wouldn't we just say, like, Diddy Reese or something? That's more L.A. 
I don't even know what that means. It's an ice cream shop in oh, Westwood. Okay. Reese. How about this? If the roof is open for that game-winning play, right. I might go down that road. Frozen glass. Yeah, I mean, the commission said today that you know they would like to showcase the fact that the roof here in Atlanta opens. I like that. So. That would be a lot of fun. If um, he does that, I may laugh on air because that would be funny. You two would be the only ones. Yes. Everybody else would be like, what did he just say? NFL Films is like, who hired this guy? You don't have to tell us what it is. But if the the Steelers, I almost said, if the yeah. Rams, it's always Steelers. With yeah, we, I we, wish it we knew it was I, coming Frank, back to the Steelers eventually, right? Away. Well, ahead. the Patriots have played the Rams in a Super Bowl. The Rams and Steelers played in a Super Bowl too. It's interesting that uh, you might want to bring up the question though. Because, you might yeah. want to bring up Tom Jarrett, aka Warren Beatty beats the Steelers in overtime in a Super Bowl, and heaven can wait. I don't know if that has. You any might want to bring that up. I don't know. Work that into the broadcast. Can I give JB something? How about this? And this is, this is I kind of, I'm going to steal this from a couple people, but 19 years ago, the Rams played the Patriots in this place, in this building. Tom Brady was 24 years old. He started his legacy. 17, right? 19, they won. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Now that Jared Goff. Greatest show on turf wins yes. 19 years ago. Tom, 17. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. So, Oh, yeah, so they won. Yeah, so. Has uh, is it a changing of the guard? Does this young quarterback with this young coach eh. like because that was Belichick's second I mean, I year? Like that's what, I, I feel what? like that's what yeah. he already is doing. He already did that with the whole, but his his had uh, weight to it. it sounded yeah, eh. really because that's what he already. How about said. like Dave? You're the last to be- time the Rams won a championship, Sean McVay was a fan. Now he's the focal point. Oh, okay. that I like. I mean, now did you hear the, did you hear the voice? Did you hear and, the voice? And, and then back it up with that foreign saying, "Frozen Glaja." Right. Yeah. yeah. John McVay. Frozen Glaja. Focal point. Like we've got some alliteration <laughs> going there. Tie it all together. See, long. I'm glad we had those. I told you, he's the greatest. This, he's the greatest. Absolute. What did you think? Um, quickly. What did you think about? Um, the call. Does that? Does that have any? Does that the what in call? New Orleans? That call, the call that went against uh, the Saints and went the Rams' way. Does that have what, what call are you talking about? Oh, stop it! Why, I'm serious. Why are you, are you talking about the non-PI? Yes, the one that didn't happen, according to well, then, some people. Then it wasn't a call, then, right? If it didn't happen, so it wasn't not, a call. So, there you're was right. so not okay. the call. Yeah, so, so coy, Maurice. Up well, on coy Hill. There. Listen, JB's here, so I want to make sure he we, we treat him right. Did I, I? From what I've heard, the place was just. Uh, unlike anything that they've ever experienced. It got this ugly energy immediately. Does that, from what you can tell, for you guys or with the players for it bouncing off of them the last week and a half, is that does that have any weight? Does that have any significance going into this one? Or is it like, yeah, we're in the Super Bowl. Who cares? I think it only gets written in retrospect, maybe. You know, win or lose, I could see that being an angle that is taken. Right either like a ball don't lie or like an asterisk sort of situation. But in terms of do the Rams deserve to be here or not, there's no question in my mind that they're they're deserving. They were the NFC cha- champions. I agree. And by the way, the thing that people people fail to look at history as, uh, as a point of reference of how these things will go, the tuck rule does not uh, render Starts the start the of the greatest people dynasty about, no. ever. The greatest dynasty ever. That's what people but talk about. But it's still it's a nerve great. in Oakland just like, the non-call adds will to the lore. forever be a nerve in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, do you guys agree with me about this, that the Rams are, that football season, like life itself, people always say it's short, but it also can be quite long in many ways. 
And I feel like the length of the season has obscured what happened in the first 10 or so weeks of the season, which was the Rams were the unquestioned best team. I mean, the Chiefs were exciting, and who knows how far they can go without a defense. But it was fairly clear that the Rams were the best team in the NFL. And I just think people got distracted by other storylines. But that and happens. So I mean, every yeah. year there's one of those those teams that, that gets off to that kind of start. And it's not about the start. It's about the finish. Can I The, the one game that we thought where it was kind of – what we personally were talking about was that first Arizona Cardinals game where they didn't get past the 50. And I was like, oh, my God, right. these dudes are actually, like, really good. You don't allow an NFL team to get past the 50 all game until late in the fourth quarter. It was That's when I felt like we were like, okay, this team is special. Then they had some injuries, but then they bounced back and they were – I'm with you there, and I, it kind of got me thinking, okay, if the Patriots are the dynasty of the past, right, whether or not they win another one this weekend, their run is never going to be duplicated, I don't think, in the modern NFL. But which team from this point forward has the best chance of following their blueprint, of combining coach and quarterback into, say, a decade of sustained mm -hmm. success? I think the Rams are one of those right. teams. I think Kansas City is I one think, of those I, I teams. I would say it's the 54-51 um, so, I mean, as I go into Sunday, I'm wondering, is, is this the only time, right. and this is the only time I use the word we, is this the only time we will ever be here with the Los Angeles Rams? I would like to think not. I would like to think that they're going to be a semi-regular presence in this final game, as long as the season has been, to your previous point. Well, listen, JB Long, uh, we've wanted to sit with you, uh, sit down with you through the season here, and uh, we appreciate you cutting out some time for us in the big week. The big, I mean, well, I had a big time you once, at least once. They always say, turn down your first check invitation because then he's going to, you know, he'll, he's gonna come he, he'll really right. come. Yeah, yeah, he'll come knocking. Now, you, even now, you, now you're going to be up for a Shecky Award. <laughs> yeah. So be careful. The Shecky Awards are crazy. I just want to be on the green screen the next time I stop by, please. I, I would like that. <laughs> we'll work it out. Next, uh, you know, maybe that's what we can do to fill the bill for you in the offseason. We can have you guys do play-by-play -play and analysis of yes. things that aren't football. Yeah. You know, that's a good idea. Can, maybe handsome. It's a beautiful thing. JB a, has to go though because our bosses came. But before I do leave, if any other foreign food references come to mind between now and Sunday night, mm -hmm. just let me know. Uh, listen, I think Frozen Glage is right. And by the way, Frozen Glage. That that I like those understated calls. If you win the thing, if you win the Super Bowl, the World Champions of 2018, the Los Angeles Rams. That's a Vince Scully kind of call, you know. I know. I'm, I'm now. I'm telling you your business, and you're giving me the eye. Did you see the look that Long gave? He me? has like, to go. He has to go. Tell me what JB, to do. You go. Thank this is you. why I try not to listen to too many other broadcasts. Check's going to be in my head no exactly. matter what happens fourth quarter, like inside the two-minute <laughs> warning. Be like, Wait, what am I supposed I to say? What did he say? Something about the world champions. JB, my man, thank you. Don't be mad at me. I hope that didn't ruin anything. I could never be mad at you. Oh, okay, Long. we there have to some unfinished business. Come on over here, can I, man. Can I? Yeah, come on in. You don't have a team, so you know I think it's only right that you join one of the LA Rams. teams. You, no, I no, mean not one. Handsome, that <laughs> is team in LA. Right. You, it's time, man. It's time to change. You know, I definitely, over. I would be. I, I mean, not permanently. I've said that this is like a, a, a one-year hiatus. No, but no, I'm no. definitely my my loyalty is up for up for grabs right now. It's not up for grabs. It's, it should have been taken. Listen, on your one-year hiatus, you're gonna end up working at the stadium that we're that they're gonna play at, right? Right. Right. We'll all be at the stadium. Yep. So we'll be getting exclusives whenever we want. 
hopefully we'll have a nice gym there so me and JB can work out a little right. bit more. It's so hard right now because we, we live so far away from each other. I'm so it's so sad tough. you didn't cry there. That um, would have been just the best. <laughs> it would have been, but it was, he's, he's the greatest. But not only that, I mean, everybody wants to be a winner. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I and do, and on. I haven't really experienced that and come on and be, recently you know, as an NFL fan. You don't want fan. to be like Reggie Bush, and I don't know if you guys can find it, <laughs> but like guys like Reggie Bush, after a loss, they take their shirts off and they take pictures and they post them on the internet yeah. so people wow. can console them. We don't want to do that stuff. You still, you're still not happy about that whole uh, UCLA USC thing, well, I right? Know, we, we were undefeated against them. I don't know what you're talking I about. <laughs> I know, but the, but the jersey, the the, the shirt off picks. Yeah, I just, I just think you know we're a little too old for that. Yeah. A couple of things. First of all, when I when uh, you mentioned shirts and jerseys, it reminds me I did talk with one Kevin Demoff about an hour ago. Uh oh. And I got in his ear about uniforms. I said I've been wanting to kibitz with you for some time now. <laughs> As, uh, by the way, the Gerald Everett touchdown yes. in, uh, at the end of Super 54-51 airs uh, on a monitor nearby. Um, that I, We talked about the uniforms. He's a fan of the gold. He said, I don't know where it came from that I like the white horns better right. than the gold. He said, I've been pushing to get this to happen. He said, what if we go to a Super Bowl? He said, you know, I told the league, if we get to a Super Bowl, you don't want us wearing those ugly uniforms. And they agreed. And that's how they got to wear these ones. I told him. But wait, you call that gold? Well, no. In fact, he said, I don't like the gold. I I like the yellow. I call it Notre Dame gold. Yeah, it's like that bronzy color, whatever it is. Hmm. You guys in these uniforms, what are what are we really gonna? What is? You know what the real true question is, Shrek? Tell me. Have you? What have you eaten down here? Oh, I thought That's you were going to say point. I smell. What did you just eat? No, you no. Smell bad. Like, I, this, is the, this is the South. You get some great food. Now, what have you I don't know, put me, in your belly? You know, the, the culinary tour. Uh, well, yeah, it hasn't happened on. yet. Yeah, no, there's, there really has not been any opportunity. I don't know. How about you, Maurice? I, don't, I, I, so, I hear people say Atlanta's food is not its main ooh, be, virtue. No, I'll say this. I'll say this much. I, I was just hanging out with Arthur Blank. Um, okay, that's that's a huge name drop. Let's, but I'll say let's this. talk about that a little we bit. We were talking he... about the prices that he cut in his stadium and to make it affordable for people, right? right? So at the Super Bowl, where most people probably raise their prices for, they're going to be like $2 hot dogs, $3 nachos, like affordable things for us to eat. That's awesome. That's good. Now, well, what about before is, Sunday? Can we eat that before is Sunday? Key. Before Sunday. Because I'm, I'm going to be hungry by then. What are you looking for? Because well, I saw um, you eat like a, a salmon and salad, and I was like, "Check, yeah, that's I, not what we talked about." It was scrap. You're being you're being selfish. Why? Well, that's try- selfish. You're trying to better yourself, and I don't like it. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> you gotta have that pot belly. And we I need know, to, Maurice. Like, that's not going anywhere, Maurice. Yeah, it is. Me. He's trying to at get rid his of age. It. At his age. He's trying to get. There's rid of no it. way of shifting. He's that trying guy. to get rid of it. He's over here eating salads with salmon. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> Who is this guy? Like Let's take him out. Let's yeah. make him eat some candied bacon again. Oh, that was so good. I think, I, remember that? Remember that? When candied I, bacon? We're that in Chicago at a big table, where I, and it was a fancy steakhouse, and the appetizer that they serve to everybody is this, like, inch-by-inch inch thick piece of delicious bacon. And uh, Maurice liked it, said it was delicious, and uh, and I said, "Oh, good! I want to try mine." And I looked down, and mine was gone, and Maurice had yep. already eaten mine. Too. Uh, <laughs> that's why you don't. That's why that's you learn your you lesson. Don't, look, don't sit next don't to Maurice. Away. That's why you don't look <laughs> don't away. Sit next to Maurice. <laughs> sit opposite him. Yeah, don't don't you look away, Chuck. That. That's how it was in my household. It's fend for yourself. They put the food on the table. We just had to fend for ourselves. <laughs> I know. I just had two girls, um, two sisters there with me. I was going to out eat. Yeah, no that what, wasn't so going to happen. That was fine. In fact, I used to get in trouble because uh, Mo Damashek would um, 
she would give fruit cups to me and my little sister Debbie, and uh, and then when Mo would leave the room, I would make Debbie eat my fruit cup because I didn't like it. So let me ask you this: I got to switch. This is the last thing I'm going to ask because I'm going to have to go. I'm, and I've I'm hungry. All right, go eat. I haven't eaten yet. Prediction for the game. I, but you're not going to like it. I don't care. But go I, ahead. Look, I've been. I, I was just working out this morning. I've been to ten Super Bowls. About nine of them, the Patriots have won. It's hard for me to to sit there and think anything different is going to happen. Go All of those games, with the exception of last year, it's been like a four to six point spread. So I would say I'm going to say the Patriots win by four. Okay. Twenty-seven, I, twenty-three. I'm not talking to him you anymore. Can. Shaq, That's your turn. Fine. Yeah, the Rams are now not allowed to be your team. Now, yeah, now that? you're done. Whoa, now you, we now don't you want have to. Take you don't the want me. Yeah, now you have to go to the. Maybe Chargers. you will want me. No, we don't. Uh, I'll say, I've said it repeatedly uh, uh, this the, the last week and a half, and I'll say it to you now. Final score, Patriots 24, Rams 34. The best team of 2018 wow. remains the best wow. team of 2018. And unlike, the difference is this. The, first of all, the, the, the decisive moments in December and January, if you can boil them way down, one when the Chargers um, lost at home to the to the Ravens, that's that one ruined thing. everything. Yes, yep. and when Deshaun Watson and company lost blew to it to the Eagles, because that would have put Philly on. I mean, would have put New England on the road for three rounds and for six straight seasons. Um, if you don't have a bye, you don't go to the Super Bowl, and so if that follows course, it wouldn't be the Patriots. Who knows who it might have been. Um, the thing that rises above all of that is, for me, the Patriots. So things broke a little their way. But also, for whatever you can say about the Chiefs and the Chargers banged up as they were going in there, we're not built to stop a power run game. The Rams, with Indomitian Sue playing the way he is, and with Wade Phillips, who does historically go back through the history, ha- I'm not saying he shuts him down. Who shuts down Tom Brady entirely? No one. But he has a knack for slowing him down. Mm-hmm. He knows to take. Well, here's the other thing too. I refer you back, and the, that defense in Denver was a little more talented than the Rams are. But nevertheless, a lot of high-end pieces here. And what I always remember from that Denver title game was New England just wanted to, to hit him with that wheel route because it was uncovered. That was right. the one thing that they couldn't get. They they couldn't take away everything. So that was the one thing they left exposed. But they were able to get pressure just enough that Brady couldn't hold on to it for that extra tick. I think the Rams are built to be able to get to Brady Free just check. in time to do that. And if they can't run the ball, <laughs> if Michelle can't get rolling, and you make it on Brady for three quarters, I think the Patriots are in trouble. Yeah. Well, you know, this was like going so well until Handsome Hank opened I know, his that mouth. That was rude to him. You know, that, you that, know like, like, did you know who was sitting next to you? I did. I did. That's but you voice. know, it's not. Wait, it's not supposed to be. We don't all have to agree every time. Yeah, that's true. You know, can I just say one thing that I think is pretty cool? Remember, like, what is it? Three years, four years ago, we all sat down together and did a podcast for the first time. Yeah. It's pretty awesome that Maurice is now calling the Super Bowl. I Whatever it is, it. three I, years. I, I think that's it. really cool. It so was well fun. done, you, Maurice. Thank you. you know what? You're almost all right. Almost. Almost. I try to get back in your good books. No, it's okay. We'll go to dinner tonight and we'll figure it okay. out. As a vain person, you know how it how all that hits me. Which yeah, because like, you the, oh, you, you brought it together. And DJ hold on, and yeah. JB Long and Maurice. I Are you ready for this, guys? And they're all delightful people. Let's it's do nice it right say. now. Tamposi, you get up here. Here we go. This is going to be no, What's no, no. Stand right here. Where's the camera? All yeah. around you. <laughs> Don't shake. 
Rams. How long back. is this going to go? Tamposi is the Patriots. Well, let's call, let's call this. Let's call this Stara. Tamposi. Tamposi. He goes. I blink. Intense. He goes. It's a stare off, and then it's like it's like boxing. You can oh, play. I see. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is this a great? This is a great picture to put out there. I blink all the time. I got you. I got you. No, you can. It's cool. You just blinked. I want. Hey, you're kind of short. It's all right. Wow. This is yeah. This is intense. Maurice doesn't mind if you have some fun with his with his weight. He doesn't like the the height jokes. The height jokes. The height jokes are not. They're this old. Yeah, so thank you. So are you. I just wanted to bring you up there for that, just so we can get a picture. Get a picture of us staring at each yeah. other. There's cameras. Maurice. Go Rams. Maurice, whisper in her ear, and the, the people hear it in the microphone, too. What's the final score of the game? Go Rams. I can't do that. I'm calling it. Oh, you're not allowed to pick the game, huh? I mean, I would pick. I, you're going to say the Rams, Rams are going to win. Yeah, but I, just, I can't pick the score. Was I my think. analysis keen? It was pretty close. Yeah? I think if the Rams start fast, then the game goes their way if they don't. Like the Chiefs. Uh, like the Patriots did to the Chiefs and the Patriots did to the Chargers, and then we'll have the Rams in the last two games, and they haven't started fast, you're going to have one of those two-and-a-half-hour games, and they ain't going to hey, be good. Just think of me when you're up there, okay? No. I'm not. All right, I got to go <laughs> no, eat, no. guys. All right, Maurice. Bye, well, Maurice. Great. See you as always. Some people are going wa- to watch, uh, listen to Nance and Sims, and uh, Nance and, and no, Roma call the game. I would listen to Maurice. I, I Maurice do encourage and Long. you to listen, yes, especially the Angelinos out there should turn down the TV. Yeah. And listen to your home call there by J.B. Long and Maurice Jones-Drew, who truly do a great job on it. You they know? really are. They're the best. Really? Well, they're the best Rams. I'm tell they're the best Rams. No, they're the best who are calling Rams games. All right. Like, unchallenged. All right. If the Rams and the Chargers were both in this Super Bowl, as I forecasted in the preseason, I came 120 minutes shy of that prediction coming to pass. Well, I mean, I got like halfway there. Anyhow. Uh, which which radio team would you listen to? Uh, I would watch the TV broadcast. It'd be too tough for It'd me to choose. Hard. Or I'd go to the stadium and watch it. Emma said that she would listen to um, to DJ and Money. Emma and Money have quite they're pretty tight. Yeah. Eddie said that he would listen to Maurice. Um, because money is always teasing him. So I guess it's a draw. All right, we have a lot of good stuff coming up for you, including, like I already told you, Melvin Gordon. Oh, Maurice makes a special appearance in that one, too. He doesn't like that Melvin Gordon isn't rooting for the Rams. Why would Melvin Gordon Gordon root for the Rams? Rams. Look at this. Whoa, hold on a second. The handsome devil. Look at Dan Helly. I don't want to get your makeup on me, Dan, but, yeah, let's hug. Hey. Helly Helly saw the must-win game stuff and he he uh, enjoyed it, right? I did. I tweeted out, "I heart you." <laughs> yeah, he did. Damn I show. saw that. Did you see that? Yeah. I did thought we... that was a little over the top, but no, but I do. I love him because he's, he's jealous. <laughs> he's Let, thoroughly entertaining. Can I tell you something else, Helly? Did you see? I want to uh, while we're patting me on the back, or while I'm patting me on the back, I want to tell you. Uh, I want to make sure the world understands. The Wade Phillips dressing like his father Bum. I've been. That's a campaign I've been on personally for three months now, and it was it was just heaven to see him go out there dressed like his father, coming off the airplane. And while it might seem like a little bit of a joke to be, I mean, it's something fun about it, but it actually meant something to Wade to, to pay homage to his father. So he was sincere, and he and he thanked me there. I don't care if the world knows it actually, but now I've just made the world aware of it. 
that was gra- uh, a great thing. You really do care if the world knows. Yeah, clearly. I kind of do. Kinda yeah, want the world I mean, to I know do, that. but yeah, you're right. I do. And but it also, was a really cool thing. But to be fair, you were wanting him to wear the gear on the sideline. Yes, but I go against Dave doesn't live in reality. Right, Dan, that's a good so point. That's, that's, that's not true. Well, guess what? You know who also lives in that uh, in that phone? Antonio reality? Brown. Kev. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and here's another one. <laughs> I don't disagree. That's not stuff. And Kevin Demoff. Kevin Demoff said that he actually contacted Nike to see if they could put a swoosh on a hat and on the jacket so that he could wear it on the sideline, and Nike said they could not. So Nike said they couldn't do that. Isn't that a bummer? Come on, Nike. Maybe they'll meet about it in the offseason and figure something out. Anyhow, how are you, Dan Helly? Couldn't be better doing the show right next to you guys today with Michael Robinson. Uh, Tiffany Blackman stopped by. Mike Garofolo uh, from our fine stable of reporters going to be here as well. I think we have some other special guests uh, stopping in. Uh, Jay Ajayi is going to be Ooh. visiting with us in a few minutes. Fellow uh, Brit. Soon to be, yes, yeah, soon to be free agent. Yes. Running back. Yes. Jay Ajayi. And uh, he's just 25 years old. I feel like he's been around forever. He's only 25. He's 25? Isn't that crazy? He's a youngster coming into the league. Yeah. yeah. And of course, he's going into free agency coming off that torn ACL. So his value is going to drop a little bit. But I, I think somebody could get a really good deal with Jay Ajayi. Mm-hmm. What's cool about being here on Radio Row every year, and I don't really get tired of seeing it because I happen to enjoy the subject matter that we all get to talk about for a living, is stuff like um, Saquon Barkley and his parents walking uh, walking by, and they bump into Michael Robinson, another Penn State legend, and, uh, and I'm standing there fly on the wall listening to them talk, what a season you had, young buck, and back. oh, no, but it's all about you, because you, you know, they're back and forth right. and praising each other, and then uh, seeing the family, that kind of stuff is the best. Uh, Michael Robinson was actually just talking about running into Saquon Barkley, and he's always working. If you look over at Michael Robinson, he's, he's, he's Instagram-living, he's tweeting, he's talking to his foundation on the phone in between hits. That man is so incredibly busy. He, he actually reminds me a little bit of you. Well, it's a nonstop yeah. process just, making, just being making things Danishek. happen. Well, I'll tell you this. What do you guys think about this? My, um, uh, you know, I always say, but well, both of you are handsome devils. Um, it, this is really a dead heat, actually. And I get it. I still give it to Heli. <laughs> Ooh, maybe we have time. <laughs> maybe we have time to do the elephant in the room. I want to do a, a special Super Bowl edition of elephant in the room. We haven't done that in a while. Maybe no. we'll get to that in a minute. But so similar to that, I was, I, uh, uh, I, did my weekly thing on uh, Good Morning Football on Saturday, and um, and my girlfriend was uh, w- watched as they. That's a humble brag. But carry on. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You know, we we use what we use. Right. To, okay. You know, Let's go. Get the right uh, get the right mood. Like I just got to watch. Let me watch two minutes yeah. of myself on TV. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, You're, don't don't get yourself in trouble. Gronk, at, you know, like opening night, got himself in trouble. Don't pull a Gronk. I'm not pull a Gronk. I, just go. I, just okay. go. Continue. So we so we watched the thing, and then uh, it, as it comes out of it, Michael Robinson and Steve Smith and Colleen Wolf are sitting there and talking about what I had just said, and uh, she and my girlfriend said, "Who's the guy on the left?" And I said, "Michael Robinson." She said, "Yeah, he's very good looking." How how uh, would of you all react? The, so to over that? the last minute of TV that she'd watched, where do you think you ranked in terms of? No reaction to anything I had you to had say. Done. It right. was just a just a comment. Hmm. Boy, that guy's very nice looking. And I so I had her sleep in the garage <laughs> that night. Not, that was generous. So did she at least have a cot? The garage. I don't know. I just closed the door oh, behind yeah. her and said, good luck. You know? Michael Robinson, I'm trying to remember the last person my wife said that about. And 
it, it probably was either David Carr, because everybody loves David Carr because yeah. he's a handsome devil, or Brady Quinn. Hmm. Brady yeah. Quinn. Those two guys, when they come into the makeup room, the ladies swoon. I mean, li- literally, you can you can see jaws drop and, yep. and eyes get bigger. Yeah, I, I I think that's true. David Carr definitely. There have been a couple of times where he walks past and you know your heart just. He's does that thing. he's one of those guys <laughs> that his charms are lost on me. I always go back to like, what about Helly and what about Patrick Claybon? Because those are the guys to me that are right. super handsome. I don't know how this always comes up, and you know I I you're nice looking. I find out about this from my my good friend and one of your loyal listeners, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Vlahos, who uh-huh. I believe has sent you some cookies or some candy yes. from his family's yeah, uh, nice. shop in Nashville. And he always informs me about everything because I just listen to a little bit later. You know, I, I hear it. Oh, I get yeah. I, I, you I, catch up. I Right. No, absolutely. Listen to every yeah. week through the season. It, take, it just takes me a while to get there because you produce so much content. Generosity personified. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do have to go back to work. I know you guys are going to be going forever. It's, I just wanted to stop by and say hi. Thank okay, you for well, having me well, on. Well, go ahead, Handsome. A Super Bowl heli fit in the room. Um, okay, Dan, can you tell us, uh, you know, you can expose. In fact, why don't you talk about the non-call and you know, see if you want to get Ooh, anything off your chest, and and you know, talk about the elephant in the room, something that people won't address, um, but that you can because your name sounds a little bit like elephant, <laughs> and that's the only the only thing that gives you license to do this. This bit would be the best if it was just completely uncensored. Yeah. If it, it would was, be, that would be, it would be, you would say the uh, most wildly inappropriate. The thing. end of the show that you're on, it's like, okay, last two minutes. You know what we do here? The elephant in the room. This is something that no one else is talking about. Gen- that I can't. Okay. Outrageous. I got it. Offensive thing. I got it. I got it. And it happened. Okay. And it awesome. happened yesterday. This okay. is a, this yeah. is a perfect elephant in the room. And it's a former New Orleans Saint. And it's a coworker of ours. Right. An extremely handsome man, Reggie Bush. Yes. I'm coming down to go to dinner, at our hotel where. Uh, I think half of us are staying there. And I peek around the corner into the, the workout facility. It's a very small room. And I notice a gentleman working out with his shirt off. And I'm like, hold on, what, what uh, is going on here? And I look again, and it's Reggie Bush working out by himself with his shirt off. Uh, and that's I, too much. I wanted to go in and call him to the carpet but I was in a little bit of a hurry and I didn't get a chance to talk to Reggie. So I'm hoping all of our loyal fans uh, of the Dave Damashek podcast can contact Reggie Bush Football on Twitter program. and say, just send me a picture of you working out with your shirt off because it'll probably happen again today right. and then again on Friday. I feel like it probably happens every day, let's yeah, be honest. I, I don't think Reggie works out or think, does much with his shirt on if he, unless he has to be wearing a shirt. <laughs> I thought it was a little much for the hotel gym. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's good Is that stuff. good? That's good oh, stuff. That's, that's good. That's Reggie's going to be mad, but whatever. He'll get yeah, over He's a fun. happy guy. All right, yes. So everyone within the sound of our voices right now, make sure you get to social media and drop Reggie Bush a line and let maybe him know could, he crossed it. Actually, maybe you could send Reggie a picture of yourself. Oh, yeah. Like all the dudes oh, that are I like working that. out like with your shirt off. Or with it you, on if you want or, to. Yeah, or either no, or. I, I, I think that's to, to let yeah. him know yeah. that this is what he's doing to us. Right. Yeah. Hey, taste your own medicine there. Send it to Reggie. I love that idea. There you go. Hell of the room. The hell of the room scores again. Have fun, Dan Helly. Thanks, guys. Oh, what's your final score for Sunday? Uh, Rams Rams 30, Patriots 27. Handsome, what a pleasure to see you. It's great to see you, Dave. Should we get dinner with Maurice tonight? I'd love to get dinner at some point, that's for sure. Okay, but you just kind of blew me off for tonight. Well, I'm spoken for this evening. So really? I Who are you making eyes at over there? Look at this. That's my friend O.C. O.C. Uminiora. Look at look at Mr. Fancy Pants making eyes at people behind the camera. Well, you know, hey, just going to hey. say hi. Hello, 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 O.C. 
Oosie, him and you are my friend, my mate. Um, see, that's what I'm talking about. You don't know what's going to happen on radio. Well, right? I got to make other friends because apparently you just blew me off for dinner tonight. Good luck. I, I think you and Maurice will have a wonderful meal together. Hey, Dave. Yes. Uh, you hey. know how you're a remote control expert? I know I am. I'm the, I'm the world's top expert. You, you should, before the Super Bowl, clean up your remote control clutter with Control Center by Carvo. You could plug in your streamer, sound system, cable or satellite, even your game console, which I know you're, you're always on, and Control Center does it all. It simplifies your home theater so that you can control everything connected to your TV with one easy-to-use remote with voice control. That's futuristic. Hello? Don't fumble with different remotes or run out the clock with messy search results. Just say what you want and Control Center will take you straight there. One universal voice remote controls it all. So all you would need to do is say, watch any given Sunday. And Control Center by Carvo does the rest. Be the MVP of your Super Bowl party, Dave, with Control Center so that you can finally get off AV duty, which I know is a drag, and bring the joy back to watching <laughs> TV. I, I mean, I, I, when I use Control Center on my TV, I'm always able to decide, you know, hey, I, I really want to find that show, but I have no and idea what... And it understands the way you talk. Yeah, no, well, it can understand my British Tuscaloosa accent. Tuscaloosa native. Exactly. So if you want to get one of these, and there's just enough time, by the way, you could shop in time for Super Bowl Sunday, get 40% off the Control Center with promo code DAVE. That's D-A-V-E. That's $59.95, 40% off the regular price of $99.95. Control Center is available at C-A-A-V-O.com and at Best Buy. Control Center by Carvo. One remote that does it all. All right, let's talk now to number 28 from the Los Angeles Chargers. Big breakout for him. Yeah, he had a big one in 2017. Even better in 2018. And he happened to play both the Patriots and the Rams, who are playing on Sunday. Let's hear what he thinks about uh, that and the 2019 prospects of his team. Here comes Melvin Gordon. All right. One of my favorite guys. I said it a couple of years ago, the first time we crossed paths. I said, this is one of the most delightful characters in all my time of covering pro football. Here he is, number 28 from your Los Angeles Chargers. It's Melvin Gordon. What's yeah. happening, What's fella? Happening, How baby? are you? Long I'm time no good. see. I know, man. I miss you. I, well, you don't have to anymore because I'm right <laughs> next to you. You look so fancy. Look at that uh, chain around your neck. Yeah, Flash. Nice, man, it's nice, man. My jeweler got me right, man. It does look, to make you a piece. I would like that very much. What would be my nickname, though? Like something that is intimidating in a way? Like Flash says what people need to know about you coming yeah, in. Like what yeah. would be a good football nickname well, for can, me that says it all? Well, you see, you don't even have to have like a name. You can have like a mic. Get a mic. Okay. Oh, just a microphone. Get a microphone. Yeah, guy who never shuts yeah. up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'll talk your ear off if you aren't careful, foes. You know? Hey, uh... Melvin Gordon, you really did have a dynamite year. And I remember talking with you about a year ago. Your, your, your MO is, well, of course, in part because of Flash, is that you're super fast and elusive. But the fact of the matter is, and the NFL fully, but we talked about this, yeah. I, I think, a year and a half or two ago, legitimately. But I think the NFL now understands that Melvin Gordon's a banger 
who yeah. punishes the defender more than the defender punishes him. See, it, that's true. And see, Cavs don't make a difference with that. I, you remember. I didn't know if you remember. <laughs> that's right. Cavs um, don't make a difference. See, you can run hard with small Cavs. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's a plague on the Chargers organization. Play-by-play -play man Matt Money Smith suffers from the same, same ailment as you. Skinny Cavs. <laughs> But I don't think he could run over any uh, NFL defenders. No, like I, don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Let's talk about it. It was a great season overall. Let's start with the bad part, the end of the season. Yeah. What happened in Foxborough, by your estimation? Because you guys didn't lose. I yeah. mean, they just, it was, a, it was, you know, they pretty much it, at halftime was like, well, that's the end of that yeah. season. Well, you know, I think we, you know, we started off slow on both sides of the ball. And, uh, you know, they made us one-dimensional. They took away the run game. They took me out the game early. You know, when, you know, we, they scored, we scored, they scored, they stopped us, they scored again, they stopped us, they scored again, they stopped us. Now it's what, 30, 35, when, 7? Or? When it was 21 to 7, if you can recall that moment in the game, you guys have the ball. And I remember in that moment, my tweets always are super important, and I yeah. assume most <laughs> players and coaches are following in real time to, to understand what they should do next. Mm -hmm. and I, I tweeted, though, the sky is not falling, Chargers, at 21-7. You've just got to start giving it to 28 here. Yeah. And they did on first down, and you made eight yards. And then the next play, Phil had you open in space, yeah. and he just flat-out missed you. Yeah. But if he had hit you... I mean, did you have nothing but green? I mean, you would have gotten down in the red zone at minimum. I'd have got the first probably, but you know, it happens. It's a lot he has to see. I'm not. I'm mean? not putting it on old man Phil yeah. there. I'm just saying old man Rivers. But I mean, that that moment, the game was not out of reach at that yeah. point. Did you guys kind of feel that way? We did. We did. You know, we always feel like we in the game until it hits zero zero. But you know, until it's all four zeros across the thing. But. uh we got down bad, pretty bad, and when we had to pass it every down, it's easy to play that as a defense, you know, because I'm out the game. I felt terrible because, you know, I, I worked so hard. We worked so hard, and me personally, my goal was to get to the playoffs and, you know, got there, and then I felt helpless, you know, because I got taken out the game. By your estimation, what gives with Belichick? I mean, what voodoo does that guy work that – and no one else can do. I mean, you saw the Chiefs yeah, game, yeah. I'm sure. And like, was that, or were you still? Uh, no, I seen it. I seen it. I seen it. I mean, how do you, how do you figure that they can take away Tyree Kill and make him nothing in yeah, the game? They did. And Travis Kelsey save one uh, one big catch there. How does it? How does that guy do it? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's but weird, I seen it first. Right? Yeah, I seen it. Yeah, he has a great game plan. He has a great game plan, man. Not just. I mean, they 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 got a, they run a great scheme over there. You know, and you can't make mistakes. I think if you know, D four is my guy, but if he don't go off sides, that's game. And I don't. I think what makes what separates the Patriots from everybody else is that's the Patriots. They wouldn't be off sides. You know. And I they guess make that's that play, a fair so. point. But yeah, it is crazy. Now speaking of off sides and related matters, one of the sore spots for me as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan is when Melvin Gordon and company paid a visit to Pittsburgh, PA. You didn't even play in the game. No. But you remember it, though, oh, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. Of course. Remember what we went into There were some lousy calls in that game. It was. It was you it heard was, about that, it right? Was, it, was some, it was some calls. It was some calls. But you guys still had a chance to win it. You guys were still up now. Well, the play of the season was Sean Davis. I mean, was Joe Hayden intercepting Phil in the end zone? I mean, that would have swung the AFC. Yeah. Because uh, Hayden picks off Rivers in the end zone. Got hit. And Sean Davis trucks him. <laughs> hit him. And what then Kenan caught it. Then Keenan caught it. Good job, Slay. No, Good no, job, boy. No, no nothing. No, that, 
that's rear view mirror. Yeah, Come rub on, it be classier in. Classier than that, rub Melvin. It in. No, on, no, man. no. We got to rub it in, man. Do you now feel? Because that would have made the Steelers. They would have won the it division. Would've, they would have made yeah. maybe even a, a gotten a bye. Do you now feel? I mean, the, the the numbers speak for themselves. Six years in a row, if you don't have a bye, you don't go to the Super Bowl. Is that now? Is that the conversation as you guys walk out? Um, of the Chargers locker room into the offseason. Next year, we got to get a bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we want to stay home. It's not, it's, we want to stay home. That's that's the, the main thing. We get that bye. We know we went on out. We could, we have home field advantage. And I think that plays a part because we had to travel to Baltimore. We had to come back. Then we had to travel to New England. Like, that, that takes a toll on you, man. So we'd rather get that bye week, that, that first seed. And we don't have to worry about none of that flying. People had to come to us. Well, a couple of questions about that I was going to ask you. What is worse ultimately, the travel or being in L.A., getting used to? And, in fact, I was talking about that in the run-up to the Foxborough game when they were saying it's going to be really cold there. I said, one. everybody keeps saying, oh, the Chargers are a warm-weather city. Um, I kept saying, not their runners, man. Yeah, Justin yeah. Jackson and Melvin Gordon yeah. are Big Ten guys. They are, they are no strangers to that. What affects you more, the cold or the travel? The travel. The cold doesn't bother. It wasn't cold in New England. I'm, I'm used to that. We got heated seats. In Wisconsin, we didn't have heated seats. We had to stand in front of the blower, so having heated seats is dynamite for me. So it's more the travel, honestly, traveling there. It's, it's, it's draining, man. As far as the the uh, home field advantage that you mentioned, it's something a lot of people talk about. What what's it like being in the stadium when it's generally is it like or is every game basically like a fifty fifty kind of thing? Every game was uh, more like a fifty fifty, but uh, that last one we played was like seventy thirty, almost eighty twenty Chargers fans. And that's why I wish we would have had, you know, we would have beat Baltimore and we'd have been able to get that first seed because that's, I was like, okay, if we could bring this to the playoffs, if you guys come support us like this, that would be dynamite for us. Yeah, that would be cool. And and then, again, in just a little while, you're going to be in the new digs there, and you've been talking about that a little bit, that you don't want the Rams to win for obvious reasons. Do you feel, are you getting any heat, or is it not any, you're not getting any real grief from anybody? You just gave me a little heat, but, I mean, it is what it is. You call me a hater, it is what it is. Uh, I don't like any team, honestly. I don't like the Patriots neither. That's just, but, you know. I like the Patriots a little more than I like the Rams, so that's just what it right, is. Right, because they're your neighbor. and yeah. I never understood these people who – are you one of these guys who, when it comes to the Big Ten, people always uh, – uh, I, I root against Michigan and Wisconsin and Ohio State and everybody else when they're playing in a bowl game or otherwise, and people say, but, dude, it's good for the co- – what do I care? That's a, I don't want to see my neighbor do well. They they're, they bullied my team around. I went to Indiana. I don't want to see – I don't want to see you guys go on and do well. I want to see you lose just the way you made us lose uh, during the season, right? <laughs> yeah, well, majority of the time we beat most of the teams, so I don't care who wins. But I do like, in that sense, I do like, I'm different because I do like seeing the Big Ten win in the bowl when they face the SEC because I hate the SEC. That's all they talk about. So I like when the Big Ten, but, you know, we usually kind of lose except, you know, Wisconsin, Ohio State. How do you – I'm, I'm one thing that is a bit – one of the many differences between pro football players and, uh, and loser Dave is not just the physical ability, but you have a different level of, con- uh, of confidence. But also it seems like – you're able to let go of stuff because you have to let go of them. Oh, that that loss plagues me, kind of feeling. But at what po- what's the game that you feel like, aside from the one up in Foxborough, that 
man, if we would have had that one, I look at, I'm not trying to answer it for you, but I, I look back at two, I feel like you had the, the Chiefs beat in week one. You guys, you guys could have won that Denver. one. If you do, you do, the, oh, in Denver? First Denver game. That's a, that's a good one. That's yeah. the one that hurts because yep. it was a, it was that's a, a good call. I was feeling it. I, we had a play where it was first, you know, I got five yards. I was feeling it. I'm like, oh yeah, we had them. And then the next play, I ran the wrong play. And then it just went downhill. That's a game we should have won that we shouldn't have lost, and we did. And that ended up in the long run, kind of taking away our our uh, our number one seed. I feel like. I mean, we talked a year ago about this that there was nothing lacking on the Chargers. Uh, you know, top to bottom, if you got some luck in terms of health, and you kind of sort of did by Chargers standards, but yeah. not really in not global really. standards. Really. You did. Not really at all. <laughs> I mean, but it was better than it was in it years. Has, it has been. And you made some kicks, so it seems like things are going all got right. We got a kicker. And Shout we did out say we did say that um, Derwin James would be the best player in the draft. I I, I kept pounding the table for that and I said that and, and by the way he felt like the missing piece for what yeah, you lack yeah. what now needs to happen for the Chargers for you to to get that number one seed? uh well you know we just got you know maybe maybe get another corner we get another corner in there we lost Jason hopefully he comes back yeah I mean imagine yeah, if you get him and Hayward player. back there yeah man and yeah, King man. and uh, and no not to discredit those other guys no. but Jason's a you know he's a he's a different type of different type of guy out there let's just be honest i watched him take away antonio brown that's completely. something nobody does that's completely. something almost nobody completely does, right? and he made me a believer after that but you know you get guys like him back we lost denzel i don't he denzel now let me tell you he's one of my favorite chargers to watch i'm not gonna be honest the way he hits guys is oh, just yeah i mean it's just unrealistic but he you know he just has to stay healthy you two colliding i mean yeah he's he's the unsung yeah uh, piece. I always had the Jenga theory. I have. If you take difference. the wrong piece out of the Jenga, the whole thing implodes. I always I say that about the Chargers defense. You take you take uh, uh, Perryman out of there. That run yeah. defense is very different. So let me give you a stat. Uh, I don't think for this year, but last year, I think when we had Denzel uh, in the game, we was top ten in stopping the run. When he was out, we was I think thirty two or something like that, last mm -hmm. in the league in stopping the run. It's, it, I mean, he makes a difference. <laughs> he yeah. makes a difference. I, I like him, man. And I came in with him. So. And he's got one of those crazy necks. Yeah, man. You know? God, he, he looks like a, like you, you know those Under Armour mannequins? Yes. He looks like one of them, just a little shorter. But he he kind of does. If, he, if his neck, if your calves could be the size of his neck, <laughs> then we'd really be cooking with we gas. Really, we'd you really know? be on the side. Then yeah. you'd even be maybe a little bit better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you're doing very well. And I, I'm, you know. Um, so what do the Chargers have to do? What if the Rams win the Super Bowl? Yeah. Where, where do you go from here? I guess we you got to win, win it all. We right? got to win it next year. Simple as that. We have to. Otherwise, we're going to be, I guess, it's gonna, they're going to be the Lakers and we're going to be the Clippers in a sense. That, you, that, you know, can I give you an idea? I know that the, the, the organization hears it a lot, but you got juice within the building. Maybe you could talk to old man Rivers about pushing this as well. What, and I mean this. Yeah. This is not jive. You guys shouldn't be the L.A. Chargers. You should be the Hollywood Chargers. That don't sound bad. Because that creates the distinction that you're looking for. Yeah. L.A. this, and by the way, you both wear blue and gold, which is nice for color scheme inside the stadium. True. But still, if you guys, then you distinct, or, I mean, go SoCal. What about the SoCal uh, Chargers, Chargers? Something, huh? I don't know. I wouldn't mind a little, a little different differentiality in that because 
I don't want anything to do with the Rams. Nothing, name, nothing. So. All right, now you're seeing. Now this is what Maurice was talking about. <laughs> I'm a hater, but it's okay. I hate on. I don't, I like the players though. It's not like I hate on Todd. I Do like you hang Todd. out with them? With Todd, every once in a while. Do you? Me and Todd Link. That's like when you hear about uh, uh, WWE. Like, wait, those guys are rivals in the ring. And the, wait, they're out they're driving around out. together. Yeah. That's not cool. So, wait, who do you hang out with on the Rams? Uh, Todd. Oh, do you? Yeah. He's a, I, I'm not surprised to hear that. He's another delightful fella. He's cool, man. He's a cool dude. So, it's like, it's not, when I say I want them to lose, it's not like I want him to play bad. I think Aaron Donald does the best NFL player in the game. That's right. I give credit when it's due. So I don't I think they got great players. I'm really cool with Brandon Cooks. We went to a high school all-star game together. So me and him were close. And so it's not like I, you know, have any bad blood against them. I just want them to play great and lose. The only thing about Todd Gurley that I'll say is and people make fun of his last name, but Todd is one of <laughs> that, that's a weird name for a baby. You know, like if you have a oh, he's so cute. Look at him. Tickle Todd. what's his name? Todd. You'll you know, like, like what? That's a weird Actually, now I don't I know many Todds. Actually, yeah, it's actually a weird name for a grown-up man too. <laughs> you know, it's not. That's like one of those ones that there's no winners in that. That's why you go by TG. T, uh, that's probably TG 400. That's it. All right, 28. What a pleasure to catch up with you once again, Maurice. He doesn't want to. He doesn't get it. He you know, he, he doesn't get he it. You know, he's, he's one of these people. He's a f- prima donna fancy pants. He's not yeah. a, a regular <laughs> guy like you and me. All right, what we'll do in the off season. You talk to Ingram. Okay. Let's do the M&Ms already. Okay, we need to. We really do. And one last question. Did you get your Melvin's record? Yeah, uh, I got it hanging up in my locker. You do. I heard still. I heard tale that that was the case. I'm still. happy. I, I, got, I appreciate it. I still it. got it up there. I gave one to Ingram, and, one, and I said, make sure you give this one to yeah. Gordon. I'm glad to hear yeah. he did it. Yeah, He's a I man of honor. And a, uh, a man of great repute and uh, football dominance, running the football. Don't try to tackle him unless you want to take some punishment in doing it. The great Melvin Gordon, everybody. Yeah, man. I'll let your boy. <laughs> yes, and even here in Atlanta, Georgia, we always will make time to talk about the melodrama on the banks of the Three Rivers. Number 84, who knows where he'll be. Number 26, pretty sure he's not going to be there. Number 7 will be. And so, too, will be number 19, the very personable star of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Juju Smith-Schuster. All right, look who it is, everybody. Number 19. He's one of already the biggest stars in all of pro football, (laughs) not just because of how he footballs either. You got to be following him on social media. It is Juju Smith-Schuster. What's happening, man? How are you? Man, I'm doing great, man. Just glad to be here. Um, It's been a busy morning, so yeah. Now, Juju, that's got swag, right? Yeah, it's a very unique name. It's kind of like LeBron, Kobe, <laughs> you, know, you know. Boy, someone feels good about themselves. You're by, you're going, name. you're you're one of the, so you're, so in other words, you're a one-name star at this point already. I, I can't disagree. If you say Juju, nobody's thinking of anybody other than, than uh, Smith-Schuster. Yeah, everybody's thinking about Juju when it comes to athlete. Now people will say Juju on a beat, which I get a lot. Um, I take that into consideration, but majority of the time it's, yeah, Juju, Smith-Schuster. Um, well, listen, I like it. Now, let's get into it because this is what everybody likes to talk about. <laughs> I, you know it. Listen, we got to talk yeah, about it, don't about we? It. Yes, we Let's do. not avoid it. Let's not jive each other. Let's shoot straight for the next couple of minutes here. The Pittsburgh Steelers, you know? I don't know what to make of the season now that we get a few weeks, of, you know, away from it. I can't. I know that a lot of people 
want to sell the sky is falling narrative. But I can't get over that a play here and a play there, and you know, in New Orleans, if if not for a couple of bad calls, and all the people in New Orleans are complaining about the bad call in the title game, I feel like if you guys would have gotten a call in that game, you would have stood as the most dangerous team heading into January. You would have vanquished the Patriots. You would have won in New Orleans. And then the sky's the limit. How say you? Same. I think, honestly, there's been, uh, man, it's tough. You know, a couple calls, uh, you know, between the refs. I mean, you talk about in the NFC title game. That's tough, you know, already for them. But, yeah, I think we had a great team. I think, yeah, we started off pretty fast and then kind of had a bumpy road with a couple losses. But going into the playoffs, uh, you know, we should have had an opportunity. Now we always we, we depend on the Browns to beat the uh, Baltimore, and obviously that doesn't come out the way we want that to come out. But man, it is what it is. You got to live and learn from it, and you just got to keep moving forward for the next season. I uh, to me, and there's been a, a fair amount of criti- criticism. I'm not trying to jam you up. Obviously, you're a player for Mike Tomlin. The criticism to me is is he knows how the the virtue of him is backs to the wall he really knows how to rally you guys he did it last year under adverse circumstances in Cincinnati that game that you rallied and and came back to one I thought that's coach Tomlin's best uh, at his best and same goes for beating the Patriots and then just about beating New Orleans the knock I guess would be losing to the Raiders and, and and games like that do you see that as a consistent issue why is that an issue um, in Pittsburgh. Man, honestly, you, you, if you're in the NFL long enough, you'll know that um, it doesn't matter, you know, what team you are. Uh, you could be 2-10. I mean, you're a great NFL team. Uh, obviously, they have the, the best of the best, you know, on their team, you know, playing for them. And, yeah, you know, we fell short against the Raiders. We, we, we blew the league against the Chargers, and we fell short against the Broncos. So, and it's tough times like that, you know, where we just have to live and learn. And like I said, uh, you know, coming back, a huge rally being the Patriots and, you know, fell short to the, the Saints. And like you said, I think we'll make a huge impact in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't help but think that that's how it might have gone down, that had you survived that Saints game that everybody would be talking about. No one wants to play this team. And I also think that it would have avoided the the following week's acrimony in practice. If you guys had won that game, everybody would have been feeling good. And it may, you know, who knows how things play out now. Do you, uh, you know, where do you come down on uh, Coach Tomlin, uh, Ben Roethlisberger? Do you find Roethlisberger? I guess he's getting a fair amount of the criticism. Is he a leader in that locker room? Um, Well, for sure, most definitely. Uh, Big Ben, he's always been a leader since I got there. Um, Obviously, we want the best for the team. So we're going to do what, you know, what's possible, uh, you know, offense, defense, pressure teams. And... You show it. Um, the leader role comes out, you know, when obviously in the tough times. And you know, we played against the Patriots. It was, you know, everyone was positive. Everyone was strong. Going to have that mentality, you know, just a feeling to win. And like I say, you know, there's some games you can't control. There's some calls you can't control. And things happen. Um, and it's tough. Well, things happened, obviously, and there seems to be discord continuing. Uh, best guess You've already gone on record as saying you would prefer that 84 is back in the Steelers' locker room in 2019. Best guess, have you? Uh, it, do you think he is wearing a Steelers uniform? Man, I think he is. And that, that's what I want. That's what I feel. Uh, I truly believe that just because, man, you got the numbers that we put up. I mean, we keep doing this uh, years to come. And for him to be my mentor, I, I learned a lot from A.B. 
Um, for, for both of us, I have over 100 catches, over 1,000 yards. Um, really crazy stuff. Yeah, it's really crazy stuff. And, you know, the first to do it in the franchise. I mean, why not, why not keep doing it? Let's, let's keep it rolling. Have you spoken with him? Man, it's his, right now it's vacation time. You know, I let him be with his family. Uh, he, he, you know, he does this stuff. And, you know, I focus on myself. I was certain that it was a wrap on 84 and black and gold. But I do think you wait another week and then another week and then a month and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, I th maybe we could figure this out. I'm starting to come around that uh, Antonio Brown might still wind up a Pittsburgh. Yeah, 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 definitely. Don't don't give your hopes up, man. We definitely uh, he's uh, he's going to be in black and gold. Uh, that's what I truly believe. Uh, as time goes on, well, we got two or three months until we got OTAs, camp and all that. So, yeah, don't give up. Last question, who'd be more fun to drive across the country with in a, uh, in a car? Would it be Roethlisberger, uh, Tomlin, or A.B.? Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I would probably say... I will probably say Coach Tomlin, just because he really? has some very interesting stories. And Coach Tomlin, I mean, he's probably one of my favorite coaches. You know, he keeps everything real and honesty. Uh, I think I can learn a lot from him. I don't get a, a, enough time to spend some time, alone time with him. Uh, obviously, I've talked to AB, I've talked to Ben, I've heard some of their stories, I've talked to some of the players, but Coach Tomlin for sure. wonder if the music would be good, though, if you and Coach T would oh, line sure. up musically. Oh, you would, for sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, I already know how Coach Tomlin is. <laughs> Juju, it's a pleasure to meet you. You're one of the, uh, I mean, uh, good for you on uh, really figuring some stuff out legitimately in social media and otherwise, and breaking through in a, in a world of uh, everybody vying for the attention of people. You figured something out pretty early on in your career, and here you are, the most, uh, I think, the most likable guy in the NFL. I'm going to say it. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. It's, it's how I've been, and I'm going to just keep pushing. Yeah, keep going. Number 19, everybody, of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, I don't have to tell anybody within the sound of my voice. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Ooh, we are. Knee, yeah, it could be a knee injury. You've had back trouble, right, handsome? And knee injuries, actually. Is that right? Yep. And you've been bucked by a ram or two in your life in, a, in an open field somewhere in the U.K. Something worse can happen to you, too. Guys, they're usually more comfortable just rubbing some dirt on it mm -hmm. than they are seeing a doctor. This, the, here you go, handsome. This is for you. The same is true of erectile dysfunction. Studies show 70% of fellas who experience ED don't get treated for it. Don't hide in the shadows, though, handsome. Roman has created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. Roman is your one-stop shop where licensed U.S. physicians, which I think are right. better than the U.K. version. Oh, no doubt, for ED dysfunction treatment, yes. Oh, good, so you are already yeah. and familiar with the, those physicians. They know how to diagnose the ED, as you know, and ship medication right to your door. What, what, how do I get this stuff? Well, there are no waiting rooms. There's no awkward face-to-face -face conversations like you and I generally have or any uncomfortable <laughs> trips to the pharmacy. You handle it all online. All you have to do is go to GetRoman.com slash Damashek. Yes, when you need help from GetRoman, I want you to think one name. Damashek. D-A-M-E-S-H-E-K. Fill out a brief medical onboarding chat with a doctor. Get FDA-approved ED meds to deliver, delivered right to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. So, for a free online visit, go to GetRoman.com slash Damashek. That's GetRoman.com slash Damashek for a free online visit. GetRoman.com.
slash Damashek. I'll check it out. That's it for the special edition of the Dave Damashek football program here from Radio Row or Media Center or whatever they call it here uh, in front of Super Bowl 53. Keep on checking out all the content that we're pushing out. We'll be doing so all the way up to and through and then even after the completion of Super Bowl 53. You can follow all of it, nfl.com slash ddfp and or just follow me on the Twitters at Damashek and uh, and you'll see that. And we'll talk to you when we get back to Los Angeles and we do have, I can tell you already, a lot of good interviews still to come in the coming weeks. Just had a great conversation with Matt Ryan, another one with Von Miller and uh, we'll have that stuff for you back from L.A. I wanted to hold on to it to be able to highlight it for you after the Patriots and Rams complete uh, their 60 minutes of action. All right, well, Kibitz with you then. Thanks to J.B. Long, Maurice Jones, Drew, Handsome Hank, and uh, Melvin Gordon, Juju Smith-Schuster, Emma VP, Ricky Hollywood, Brian Bartlett, and Eddie Spaghetti back in uh, Culver City. Uh, We'll talk to you later on. Until then, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.